good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo, a podcast from your award-winning government television station, County Cable Montgomery. Now, here's your host, Derek Kenny. Good day and welcome to this episode of What's Happening MoCo. Today we'll be talking about the U.S. Census, at least in Maryland, with Audra Harrison. She'll let us know all the good news, the news we need to know, and what we need to do to be counted. Audra, how are you today? Hi, Derek. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. And with everything that's going on, some people may forget that the census is happening now, and some people may even have forgotten why it's so important. So let's talk about why the U.S. Census is so important and what is the U.S. Census? Yes, the decennial census is required in Article One of the United States Constitution. It requires us to count every living resident in the United States every 10 years. And so we are at the 2020 decennial census. We are in the final weeks of this. And we need our communities to understand, first of all, if you have filled out your census, form already. Thank you. Great job. Um, And if you haven't, we need you to fill it out now because this is one of the most, if not the most important thing you can do for your community over the next 10 years. The census not only determines our apportionment in the United States House of Representatives, but it also determines the allocation of more than $675 billion annually from the federal government. And these are critical and life-saving programs such as public health, uh, Medicaid, uh, SNAP for hospitals, first responders, roads, bridges, our rural communities, our, our more dense commun- densely populated communities. The census touches all of our lives, um, but it's something that people do not necessarily realize until the decennial census comes along. And so by filling out your census form, you will make sure that your community has its fair share of funds for the next 10 years. And I do want to be clear, we need everyone to fill it out. The census is required for every living resident, regardless of their citizenship status, regardless of their zip code, regardless of whether they live in a city or in a rural community. Everyone must get counted, and we need to make sure our communities counted no. so that we can go forward oh, over the next oh, sorry, 10 years. Sorry, I need to jump in there. When you say a citizenship status, now, there's, there, there could be concerns among people that the, that the census could be used against people with certain statuses if, they're, if the paperwork is not totally together or if they're here and not totally recognized by the U.S. government um, or if they're uh, a new immigrant. Are there things that people should be afraid of or worried about or leery when it comes to filling out a U.S. census form or interacting with U.S. census uh, representatives? Yes, thank you for that question. And it's a really important question. I I do want to say at the outset that there is no citizenship question on the 2020 census form. Your citizenship status will not be asked. And as I said, uh, we're required to count everyone, whether they're a citizen or not. 
Now that said, we do recognize that there are concerns and our immigrant communities particularly are among our communities that are hardest to count. Um, they need to get counted as well. They, we are all part of our community. And so everyone living there must get counted. Now, as for um, confidentiality, I do want to assure all of your viewers that completing their census form is safe. Not only do I take a, and every Census Bureau employee take a lifelong oath to protect the confidentiality of all of the uh, all of the census information that a person provides, but that oath is even strengthened because it's protected by law. The confidentiality of every individual response is protected by law. And anyone violating that can go to jail for up to five years and face a $250,000 fine, excuse me, three years and $250,000 fine. And so with that, we wanna assure you that it is safe. The Census Bureau cannot share your information with any government agency, no law enforcement agency. So that means we cannot provide it to local police, to ICE, to the FBI, to the IRS, but also we cannot share that information with your landlord. So let's say someone is living in a multifamily house, a housing unit and a renter. Well, whether whatever their lease agreement says for how many people are in that residence, in that household, um, that is not information that is shared. If you fill out, and we need you to fill out everyone who lives in that household, and we can't share that with your landlords either. So the census is not only important, and we're making it very easy this time by allowing um, an online secure portal to fill out your census form or by phone or by the traditional questionnaire, but it is safe. So fill out your forms. And to demonstrate how important the census is to our daily lives, in light of the COVID uh, pandemic, census dollars are actually feeding families in these emergency times. Mm. So census dollars are, are present and, and providing the food partially for our food distribution sites that are happening all around the state and all around the nation as, as we uh, uh, work through this pandemic. Wow. And I guess it's also important to note that you are, what your title is and what you do for the U.S. Census because you're providing a lot of valuable information and a lot of information that people will be counting on to be true as they fill out their census forms and overcoming any reservations or fears. So let's talk about, take a step back and talk about you, um, what your title is, how long have you been working with the U.S. Census, what's your beat, and um, how's it been going so far? Yes, well, actually, so I am a media and partnership specialist with the United States Census Bureau, and our partnership team is separate from our enumerator team that do the door knocking, the census takers. Um, the partnership team has actually on the ground here in Maryland for more than two years, mm. building the critical partnerships we need so that we can outreach to all of our communities, but particularly those communities that are harder to count. 
such as our millennials, our immigrants, veterans, our 50 plus community. Um, and so we've been working hand in hand with our county, municipal, nonprofit, business, and all kinds of organizational leaders and organizations themselves to get everyone counted. And so it's been a wonderful journey um, as we see where we are here in Maryland. Uh, we do have great news, that you, as you mentioned at the top. Uh, as of today, uh, Maryland is in the top 10 of the country for self-responses. We're actually number nine. And um, we're looking to keep those self-responses coming so we can continue to move up. And to talk to you about the strength and demonstrate the strengths of the partnerships that we built in 2010, uh, the self-response rate for the state of Maryland ended up at 17th in the nation. So uh, being at nine and being in the top 10 demonstrates that we've worked hard with our partners and you've got fantastic staff at Montgomery County and we want to thank the county executive, Diane Vu, Sean Ellis, uh, everyone that has worked so hard to make sure every resident of Montgomery County is gets counted, but we still have more work to do. The marathon's not over. And so um, working on this census issue um, and, and all of the outreach work, uh, we, I've really been able to not only build the partnerships, but I'm also responsible for our media outreach and making sure that all of this work and the information that the public needs to know about the census is disseminated and we can answer questions and continue to let everyone know that the census and completing their census form is not only important and easy, it's safe, and they can continue to respond until September 30th. Okay, September 30th, that's good to know. that That's the deadline, so we're about almost a month out and I guess because you mentioned Montgomery County and the great job that we, our community partnerships office has been doing, of course, the county executive with his leadership. Um, and so I have a question about reaching out and accessibility for all of our residents. We're very diverse. I'm not sure how many languages are spoken in, in the county. So could you speak to what allowances or uh, uh, resources you have in place to ensure that people with different competencies when it comes to language are able to participate and understand what they're doing, as well as anything for people that may be handicapped. Yes, so um, at the Census Bureau, not only have we had partnership specialists uh, working with uh, organizations and communities and individual residents um, throughout the county, but we also have an immigrant and foreign-born outreach team that includes in-language speakers, including uh, Mandarin, Spanish, we have Haitian Creole on our team, um, and our hiring efforts for our numerators have really focused on ensuring that we hire from the communities in which they will work. So we have looked throughout this process to identify and partner with those trusted voices in the community. And we've also taken the step to make sure that we're hiring from those communities, particularly those harder to count communities, so that again, we get everyone counted once 
only once and in the right place. That is not only our mission, but it's our duty. And so as we continue to race to the end, uh, we need all of our diverse communities and the diverse ships that the county has developed throughout this census process to understand that we need them to fill out their census form today or respond when a census taker comes to their door. Wonderful. That is that's that's that sounds great that you have all the right resources in the right places. Um now you mentioned I guess that there's different ways that people can take the census this year. They can do it on their own, I guess online or they can do it with people coming to their doors. So what's the process for online? Where is that located and how do people is there is it is it hard to complete? How long does it take to complete? I, I, yes, I love this because it's important to destigmify any of these um, uh, concerns that are out there. The census form is easy. There are nine questions. Um, a census taker will come to your door, and we want you to know how to identify them. But, and, and forgive my, my communications director background, I would love it if you could key in the website address, and it's 2020census.gov. Um, so that your viewers can see that link and immediately go to it. It takes less than 10 minutes. It is an easy form to fill out. It asks you who lives in your household, um, race, sex, uh, the names of all the, the people that live there. And so this is important information that, again, helps allocate more than $675 billion every year to our communities. So it's an easy process. Um, they can fill out the form online. They can call. We have 13 languages in addition to English that people can call and do their census form over the phone in language. But also when a census taker comes to your door, we want you to know that you can identify them easily. They will have an ID with a picture and a watermark from the Department of Commerce. They will have a census bag, they will have a census-issued device, and they will be adhering to COVID guidelines set by the CDC and local health officials. So they will be wearing masks, they will keep a six-foot social distance, and they will not enter the homes. So we want folks to, to understand this is a good thing when they see the census takers. And if you don't want a census taker coming to your door, you can go online today. You can do it now, 2020census.gov. Fill it out. It takes less than 10 minutes, and it will positively impact your community for 10 years. So it's, it's hopefully among the easiest 10 minutes you can spend knowing that the impact lasts so long. Wow, well, thank you so much for all of this good information about the census. I believe we're all a lot more educated about the census um, as it pertains to at least the uh, this year. What was that called again? This The, the decennial, decennial census. Decennial census. I love those big words. Yeah. All right. And that just basically means every 10 years there's a census, the big census. But yes, the sir. census is continually collecting information in between those 10 years as well, right? So yes. let's talk about a little bit yes. about what the census does in between those two, 10 years. Well, we have many, many surveys that we conduct, and the most prominent is the American Community Survey that, interestingly, um, earlier this year, I received at my home. 
and that is a much longer survey. It asks much more um, uh, demographic information than the decennial census. Um, and we have also introduced household pulse surveys where uh, not only would someone potentially visit their home or they get mail, but they could also get calls and emails about those surveys. So the Census Bureau's work, while the decennial census is the largest peacetime operation conducted by the federal government uh, every 10 years. Um, we also have additional work that we do in the years that we're not doing the decennial. But I also need to add that the work of the decennial census takes place immediately. We are already working to ensure that we have a successful 2030 decennial. Um, and as we close out 2020, uh, that will help guide us in the years to come. And that's the work that we have ahead of us. Wow, fantastic. Thank you so, so much for sharing all this great information. And I'm, I'm going to ask you one more time just to give us that website. And then I think yes. you mentioned that you can call. So could you share that number as well? And I'll try to type that in as well. Yes, 2020census.gov. Folks can go online and fill out the form now. Also, they can call 844-330-2020 to fill out their census form on the phone with um, an English-speaking uh, representative. And additional in language, the other 13 languages we have available, um, you can find those phone numbers as well at 2020census.gov. Um, and uh, clicking on how to respond by phone. That'll give you the in-language uh, telephone number. So thank you very much. Do your census now. We have until September 30th, um, but I thank you for the opportunity to be here and I'm really grateful for the partnership we have with Montgomery County and um, the great progress that we have uh, wouldn't be possible without the great team and the great people all throughout your communities. And um, we still have work to do. So fill out your census form now. It's not too late. And we are here to assist and make sure that we don't leave anyone uncounted. Fantastic. Well, thank you for coming. And I'd like to invite you back when the the tests have been, well, the uh, surveys have been taken and the deadline has passed and the information is there to to be, be viewed by the public because once information is gathered then it's publicly accessible in terms of some data not everything of course but there, what's what's available to the public once the census is over yes uh, state data will be reported out uh, next year uh, that contains the data that we've received back from the census so again we can't leave anyone uncounted uh, we look forward to having the most accurate data to date here in the state of Maryland and um, we're already self-responding at uh, an enormously improved um, uh, rate than in 2010 so we need to keep it going all right. Our job and our duty is to count everyone once, only once, and in the right place. So thank you again. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all the great information. And as always, I want to thank the people that may be listening to this or watching on Facebook. Actually continue to take this information and share it with your family and your friends. And, of course, this year, take the U.S. Census here in Maryland. You can take it online, or people will come to your house and help you take it as well. And you have the right to be counted. Everyone counts no matter what your status is. So 
Join us again next week as we'll continue to try to answer the question, what's happening, MoCo? Thanks for listening, and please subscribe.